Welcome to the special edition of the Ambition Podcast. I'm David Woods-Hale, Director of Marketing and Communications at Amber and BGA. On the 29th of January 2021, Amber and BGA will unveil the winners of its coveted Excellence Awards. One of the categories, the Amber Leadership Award, is a new award which will honour alumni from Amber accredited business schools who have been making an impact in the business world following their graduation. The award recognises the work of these alumni through their achievements, performance and recognition. And earlier this month, I was pleased to speak to four of the finalists for this award ahead of the grand unveiling to find out what winning this prestigious prize would mean to them. First, I spoke to Alfred Charambira. After graduating from University of Cape Town Graduate School of Business, Alfred was motivated to find solutions to social problems through entrepreneurship. At Atando, he developed a unique impact assessment and measurement tool, which enables corporates, philanthropists, and the non-governmental sector foundations and communities to identify and collaborate in projects for investment purposes and to assess the impact of such investments in individuals, families, and communities. Better evaluation and measurement of social investments has resulted in effective allocation of scarce resources, resulting in larger social impact. In addition, Alfred works with various startups in scaling strategy and innovation. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to speak to me today. It would be really great if you could start off by just telling us a little bit about yourself. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's really exciting to be to be here with you. Uh, a little bit about myself. I I was born and bred in Zimbabwe, you know, and I live in South Africa and partly in the US at the moment. And and so I consider myself a little bit of a global citizen. Um, I'm quite interested in the in you know issues around people and society and social change programs, impact investment. Um, that type of stuff. So that's that's really what keeps me excited uh, every morning. Absolutely. And you've obviously got an MBA. So I'd be really interested to find out a little bit more about that and how you, your qualification helped you to get to where you are now. I think the MBA has been tremendous just in terms of uh, the leadership qualities it instills in you. Because I think I, th- I think that you know, with with everything that's going on in the world, I think I think it's evident that there's a real crisis of compassionate leadership, and so I think I think the first thing was really enabling me to be a compassionate leader, enabling me to understand myself better, to understand my environment better, and to understand that to lead is not just about myself; it's about people around me, it's about colleagues, it's about community, it's about society. That's been the biggest thing, I think, uh, um, the biggest takeaway from my MBA. And of course, I mean, it gave me a fantastic platform, I think, um, to be able to have a massive, massive network of people that, that that way within the business school, within my class. And I think I think one of the other important things really is it gave me quite a fantastic footing on the global stage, just in terms of having this tremendous qualification that allowed me, I think, to hold my own in the international space. Absolutely. I mean, I'm really interested in what you said about, first of all, leadership qualities and also compassionate leadership. I think that's fascinating. Thinking about it specifically, what qualities do you think defines what should be the MBA Leadership Award winner? So I think I think uh, compassion would be top of my list, right? I think I think I think, I think, an, I, think I think a leader of this 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 prestigious award should definitely be you know compassionate. Again, they have to be thinking about not just themselves. They have to be thinking about the people around them. They have to be thinking about the planet. They have to be thinking about people. Uh, and of course, I think you know they need to be you know 
resilient because some of the issues we're trying to solve in the world are really complex and you know sometimes systematic issues so i think i think the leader really has to be able to kind of you know uh have the perseverance to to and the wisdom to understand all these things and put all these things in perspective and of course they have to be you know inspiring i think i think that part of being a leader is actually just the ability really to inspire i think oneself uh but also the people around him or her very much so and then finally, if you were to win the award, how would that make a difference to you? That's, that's, that's a very interesting question. Uh, I, I, think, I think less about me. I think, I, I think if I was to win this award, uh, it would mean more, I think, to, to communities, uh, some of the communities that I work with, some of the young people I work with, some of the aspiring people, you know, that, that, that are aspiring to, to, to be leaders as well, that are aspiring to, to do their MBAs as well. So I think it would be, you know, a, a testament really to, to hard work, to everything is possible, to you know if you put your mind to something if you work hard uh you can you can achieve uh, uh you know you know some some of the greatest things there are to achieve in the world you can achieve your dreams uh you can achieve personal gratification but you can also achieve you know um greater things for the bigger community so i think it will be more for me about about sort of the community about people that i've worked with about individuals that i've worked with uh i think i've worked with some of the most tremendous people that have enabled me to to be in the position where I am today, particularly in terms of just completing the MBA and making use of it in my life. So I think that I think that that too, that, that that this will honor all those people that have contributed to to this. Uh, and of course, yes, for myself, I think I think it will be a fantastic achievement. Um, I think I'll, I'll really feel truly feel honored and humbled to win this award. But again, I think it will be really testament to a lot of people uh, that have contributed to this. Next, I spoke to Ashwanth Ganalavelu. He's one of the founding members of an award-winning social enterprise called Desi Crew. After 13 years and over a billion transactions, he continues to be instrumental in the leadership of Desi Crew. He has kept it true to its vision of creating IT-based jobs in the rural areas of India by ensuring seamless delivery of high-quality business process solutions for its clients. He's an entrepreneurial leader who champions sustainable innovation and demonstrates responsible management skills to advance his local community. He was recognised for his leadership qualities, as well as being one of the finalists for the British Council Alumni Awards in 2017. Well, Ashwan, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to us today for the podcast. Um, I thought it would be useful if you started by telling us a little bit about yourself and your career. Yes, thank you. I am Ashwan. I am the Head of Business Development and also one of the founding members uh, at Daisy Group. Daisy Group is an impact sourcing company that uh, we had founded way back in 2007. The idea is to create uh, sustainable employment opportunities in rural areas so that educated youngsters don't have to migrate to cities in search of jobs. So after 13 years of operations, currently we have over 1,000 people working out of our rural centers. 70% of them are women, uh, most of them first-generation knowledge workers. Uh, We we do uh, work in the areas of AI and ML at this point of time. I'm also a middle-order batsman, uh, and I won't look like one, but I'm also a half-marathoner. I am a tri-sleeve. And yeah, an aspirant writer, I am a theater artist, uh, an aspiring one there too. Uh, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of other things that I also do apart from work. Yes, that is me. Great, thank you. You also have an MBA. Um, I'd be interested to find out from you how you think it helped you to get to where you are now. Yeah, so I did my MBA at the University of Kent at Canterbury. Uh, and, and the exciting part of the MBA experience was that apart from academics, there are a whole bunch of other things that I dabbled with. 
uh, when we managed to start the university's uh, debating society, uh, where we represented the university, went to different places, lost very badly, came back, you know, made other pursuits. Uh, we, we kind of did a lot of other community-based engagements. Uh, I got my internship with Procter & Gamble's uh, brand, brand management team at Surrey. Uh, and after that, I came back to India. So my MBA is not just about the academics, but the wholesome experience of living in the UK. And at the same time, uh, having the opportunity to implement some of the business learnings in, in real-world situations uh, was what my MBA package was all about. Uh, but the learnings and my experiences kind of helped me continue with where I pursued all my other pursuits after I returned to India. Um, all of it in terms of customer experience, ensuring um, bringing together of a team, ensuring that the, the team kind of buys into your overall vision. A lot of what I learned in theory, uh, I was able to kind of put into uh, practice. A lot of it backfired in the initial stages. But uh, but then the experience of um, failing and then starting up a lot of things again and again kind of helped me to continue the journey. And uh, yeah, so helped me in uh, uh, pursuing Desi Crew, which a company for which I've been a part of for almost 13 years, uh, and also helped me pursue other interests, uh, which kind of complemented the work that I, uh, I do. So MBA was not just about academics and theory, uh, but also about uh, uh, putting up a lifestyle and ensuring that I was, I'm able to kind of face failures and the ability to try out a lot of different things and enjoying the process, if it makes some sense. And as I mentioned earlier, you've been shortlisted for the Amber and BGA Excellence Award for MBA Leader of the Year. I'd be really interested to find out from you what you think defines the winner of this award. What do you think the MBA Leadership Award winner really embodies in today's society? I think a lot of it, I mean, it's a leadership award that we're talking about. So I think it's it's a lot of um, somebody who, who kind of aspires to create something that has not been there. That's one builds a team around them. It's not just about uh, the strategy or the numbers or uh, uh, revenues that we're talking about, but in terms of solving real-world problems, if, if I can put it in my own way. Um, it could be in, in, in the corporate sector itself or it could be in any of your entrepreneurial journey, but solving a real problem and creating value in, in that process, uh, I think would define the, the leadership, I mean, at least the contemporary sense, it would define the winner of this leadership award. Absolutely. And last question, if you were to win this award, what difference would it make to you? Okay, um, on a personal level, if you kind of iterate that it's okay to be a dreamer, it's okay to kind of chase a lot of things. You don't have to necessarily tread the, uh, uh, the proven path. You can try a lot of things. You can pursue your dreams if uh, it doesn't sound rhetoric. Uh, it's okay to sound crazy. It's okay to, uh, you know, uh, chase something that you strongly believe in uh, because this award to Ashwant would mean that it, it, it is a recognition or it is a, a it kind of confirms that yes or it, it kind of recognizes the fact that you can achieve in your chosen field uh, because I am someone who first came to the UK did my MBA took, took up a job in corporate career I failed in my bureaucratic attempt in the Indian civil services um, then started a Desi crew uh, which was, we were having initial uh, funding issues, but we continued. Uh, most of us didn't take salaries in the early stages. Uh, my peers were obviously growing much faster, uh, but then I continued with Desi Group because it gave me the excitement of the job, of creating jobs in rural areas. Um, so any kind of recognition or any kind of award or mention to Ashwin uh, would mean that it, it is okay to pursue your dream and it, it is good to chase your dreams. You will get the recognition uh, uh, that, that you deserve. 
Next, I spoke to Ivan Syreshikov. Ivan is a graduate of the double degree Executive MBA delivered by the Graduate School of Management in St. Petersburg State University and HEC Paris, and he graduated between 2010 and 2013. During his studies, Ivan demonstrated a high level of academic achievement and commitment. He played the role of a wise and respected leader in the cohort, and after eight years and his successful graduation, the program participants continue to still keep in touch, mainly thanks to Ivan's ability to inspire everyone. For five years, Ivan has been one of the most valuable members of GSOM's Executive Education International Board, where he is deeply involved in solving key issues on the executive education agenda. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to speak to me today. I thought it might be interesting if we perhaps kicked off our conversation, if you could tell me a little bit about yourself and your career to date. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you very much for having me uh, here today. Uh, my entire career has been connected to Russian nuclear industry um, in so-called company Rosatom. Uh, as you probably know, Rosatom is a state corporation in Russia and have an, about a quarter of a million people and nearly 300 companies probably in it. And these companies from mining uranium to nuclear power plants and the company deals with radioactive waste. And actually, after I graduated with a degree of economics, I began work uh, in one of the nuclear power plants uh, at Finance near City of St. Petersburg. Uh, at the time I graduated with EMBA program, I was involved in completing the huge project. I replaced the old nuclear plant for a new one. New one. And at the same time, at, at that time, I moved to Moscow. Uh, to the company with, that deals with radioactive waste. Uh, and during working there, I mean, probably in five years later, I proposed a project to Rosatom to take on disposal of not only radioactive waste, but other type of waste as well, industrial waste. So I worked through the ranks from being head of financial department to now being CEO of and environmental waste company and in our industry, nuclear industry. That's probably short. That was my career was. And as we know, you've you've obviously completed an MBA degree. Um, I'd be really interested to find out from yourself how how you think the MBA in particular helped you to uh, transition through your career to get where you are now. Uh, first of all, I think uh, this course has given me a self-confidence, I would say, and because after I finished the MBA program, I felt that my knowledge of international business is up to date and I know much better than <laughs> I did it before I take the course. Uh, and secondly, I think that during EMBA, uh, I could communicate with people all over the world. And it was a unique experience to me. I've never had this experience before. Yeah, and that was mind-blowing experience, I would say. <laughs> yeah. And after I finished the course, I feel that I can do my job much better than I did it before. And uh, I can see far beyond the, that limits that I saw before I took the course. It was mind-changing in my life. And what do you think defines the winner of the Amber MBGA MBA Leadership Award? First of all, it's a passion in what you are doing. That's one of the main qualities. And it's, I think it's courage to put your ideas 
and put in front of others and put your name on it because you, as a leader, you 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 supposed to show what your beliefs in what what your vision is and uh, what you, you what are you going to do and one of the qualities i think it's ability to gather a bunch of talented people together uh, as a leader it means that you're not doing all the work alone and sometimes it's very challenging to um, to create a team in my case, for example, there are different personalities and they have different communication skills and uh, different backgrounds and different experience. So it's very challenging to, to put them all together and uh, do what you, what you want to do, What's, what is your goal. So I th- think that's a passion, courage, and making a team. It's, a, it's a quite a qualities that the person should have. Absolutely. And last question before we go, if you were to win um, the NBA Leader of the Year award, what would that mean to you? I think that winning this award would mean recognition of what uh, I have been doing the right thing over several years. And then, as you know, environmental issues uh, have become important and not only in Russia, all over the world. And I'm personally glad that uh, they have been recognized on international level. And as for my organization, I think and I hope that it will demonstrate uh, great motivation to my team that uh, we can, that what we are doing is right, and uh, it will let my team continue with a great passion to do what we are doing now, not stopping on what we have done. Yeah, and this award will show them that what we are doing is not for ourselves, it's recognized on international level. And finally, I spoke to Aware Ehemua. In times of Black Lives Matter and Me Too, the Leaders Business Schools promote should represent and inspire the whole MBA community. And Aware represents the Sade Business School at its best, being a strong female entrepreneur in Nigeria, passionate about lifelong learning from her HR background and committed to meaningful change in society. Awari makes a difference in the lives of hundreds of young people every year by giving them access to professional training and job opportunities through the organization she founded and drives leadership training development in her country at the Nigerian University of Technology and Management. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today for the podcast. I thought it might be useful if we could perhaps kick off with you telling us a little bit about yourself and your own career background. Sure. Uh, thanks, David. Um, so yeah, my name is Oare Ayemwa. I'm the founder and CEO of um, One Precious Life OPL Academy. Um, I'm, I'm what you might term a proud returnee back to Africa. Um, I left Nigeria in 2012 uh, to get an MBA in Europe, um, but I always knew I, I, I wanted to come back home. Um, and actually, this is much to the consternation of some of my friends who were kind of encouraging me to build a life abroad. But the thing is, for the longest time, I've always been passionate about youth development, um, you know, just helping people achieve their full potential. And for the first six years of my career, I spent it in human resources. Um, and that worked for a while. Um, I was happy to help people out with training, career development. But then I felt like I could do more at a wider scale. And so that's when I left to 
uh, do an MBA program and um, yeah, and then eventually started what I do now, which is uh, working at OPL Academy. Fantastic. And yeah, going back just to, to your MBA. So you obviously left Nigeria to, to complete the MBA. Can you tell me a little bit more about that and how it really helped you to get where you are now? Sure. Um, so, I mean, I left in 2012, as I said earlier, and um, I, I left uh, to do my MBA in, in Barcelona, in Spain. Uh, this was a very deliberate move on my part. Um, I had done two years undergrad in Madrid and I had huge culture shock, so I didn't do it right. So I wanted a chance to do it all over again. And my experience was fantastic. Um, I, I, I studied at a Saudi business school. I was in a class of 150 students from about 48 different countries. Um, we worked in multiple small groups um, throughout the course of the year. Um, I basically learned how to work with people whose approach to work um, is very different from mine, uh, who think differently from me, who communicate differently. Um, it certainly built my emotional intelligence and just made me more adaptable. Uh, I was also in Barcelona, which is just one of the most progressive cities in the world. And I got to experience how things worked, uh, particularly coming from a country that's, you know, still in an emerging market, which still trying to get a lot of things right. Um, but yeah, so all those things, I think, shaped me um, just, you know, the whole learning experience in the classroom, coupled with learning from my peers and the exposure in general, um, just really prepared me to um, you know, for what I do now, um, I, it built my resilience. It also helped build my emotional intelligence skills as well. Uh, and, I, and I think also just the exposure to, um, you know, design thinking and, and general management, um, you know, I guess it all prepared me to, 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 to really take a good, strong stab at, at, at starting OPL Academy. Fantastic. And then if we fast forward eight years, I suppose, to today, um, you've been shortlisted for Amber's MBA Leadership Award for 2021. Very many congratulations. Thank you. It's <laughs> super exciting. What qualities do you think defines MBA leadership? And, and what do you think specifically defines the, the winner of this award? Uh, very interesting question, David. Um, so I, 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 I reflected a bit of, on this, you know, um, much earlier. Um, you know, when I first got nominated for the award and, you know, the way I see it, I feel like the, the, the nature of the MBA program is, is kind of changing. Um, you know, in the past, we've had a lot of people go through an MBA program because they were looking for career advancement. They were looking for ways to just improve their own lifestyle and, you know, their own personal bubble. Uh, but as the world increasingly gets more and more um, connected and linked, um, I think it's becoming very obvious that um, we're in a very special position and that we can use our, our unique set of skills, um, not just to improve ourselves, but to improve our immediate community and just, um, you know, as wide as we want it to go, just society at large. Um, and I think, I think any MBA student um, who, you know, uh, really wants to make a difference now just has to be someone that is very aware of like the world, um, someone who is open-minded, somebody who is open to learning about different cultures, 
uh, people who are different from them. Someone who is also very, um, very willing to try and fail. Um, I think that's another um, beautiful thing about the program is it just gives you this unique set of skills that builds your confidence and allows you to go out and try new things. So you almost have to be somewhat of a risk taker, but in a measured way, right? Because you you have the grounding to to do whatever it is that you set out to do. Um, so yeah, I think I think if for anyone who um, who is interested in pursuing an MBA, one of the things I would say is you know, find out what it is that you, I guess, is a major pain point for you. What really gets you upset (laughs) when you just look around you in general. And possibly that would be a pointer towards your passion and, you know, what it is you're supposed to be doing, uh, you know, to just make the world a better place in general. What a great answer. Thank you very much. And then lastly, if you were to win the award, what difference would it make to you? Hmm. If I were to win the award, David, uh, first of all, I guess it would be, um, I don't know, it would be a confidence booster, um, you know, like it would be validation that the work we've been putting in over the past two years is recognized, um, you know, as meaningful. Um, we derive a lot of pleasure just from seeing the looks on um, the faces of, of the beneficiaries of our initiative. And that in itself is a reward. But um, I guess if I were to win, you know, it would just be an additional thing to be proud about and to be happy about. And yeah, it will be awesome. Well, thank you so much to all our finalists that took the time to speak to me for these interviews. And we'll look forward to finding out who the winner is on the 29th of January.